0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and sisters, it is Brother Solist live in the studio again with another episode of Coffee in the Word. So if you don't mind, go ahead and grab your mugs, grip your Bible, and join us today. So if you don't know, I am a youth pastor. I deal with my age group is from 12 to 18 19 is whenever they got to leave leave the nest and fly on their own. <laughs> no, we actually have an age group for them as well. And so when I started this podcast, I kind of just wanted to talk about Word with different people and get their different outlooks. And then started realizing that we really kind of lack podcasts that are really towards or directed to young people. And so I had a young man in my youth group, who I actually got to witness and see the Lord just transform his his life. And so I got to talking with him, got to praying, and I felt like, you know what? How about you join me on my podcast? So let's welcome Brother Tanner to the podcast. Brother Tanner, tell us about yourself, my brother.
1: Oh, man. I don't know. All thanks, all glory to the Lord for what he's done to me, for what he saved me from, from who I used to be. All glory goes to him. Like,
0: So you, now we came from different backgrounds, of course, different neighborhoods, different upbringings. But one thing that we both do have in common is the fact that we didn't grow up in church. So when I went to school personally, I can't tell you, well, you know what? I know how it feels to try to be a Christian and, I guess you can say, a society that really isn't Christian or doesn't practice, I guess, what they believe, for the lack of a better word. Yeah. So, whenever I talked to this young man, I was honest with him. I said, look, I don't really know what you're dealing with. My work life and your school life are pretty similar because... Nobody at my job actually goes to church or practice, I guess you can say, their Christianity. So I'm in an environment just as, I guess, harsh, so I think, as an individual. And so I wanted to talk to him today about a a topic that a lot of adults struggle with and don't understand, and that's temptation. Temptation. I guess from a young person. So when you hear that word, what do you think?
1: When I immediately think of temptation, I think of sex and drugs and pornography and nudity and all of that stuff. That's the first thing that comes to mind.
0: So I had a conversation with a, a man. I actually worked with him at my old job, and we started off uh, doing Christian music and things of that nature, but we both we both were welders or whatever, I guess, so that's something that we had in common, and... Yeah. Well, grab, grab my attention about him is on his, his welding helmet. He he had, uh, I think, Philippians 413, I think, you know, on his welding hood. So I was like, man, you're a believer, you know, and at the time I was I was <laughs> I was far from God, you know. But even though I had a certain upbringing, I still believe in God, like, yeah. which is, I guess, not crazy because majority of people are like that. Majority of your thugs, I guess you would try to label them or whatever you want to call them they believe in god you know they believe in 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 christ even though they don't got the full revelation of jesus christ or something of that nature majority of these guys really do believe in god and i was one of those guys so we kind of grew close to one another and one day as we, we we started going to church and things of this nature he actually did come to the church that I attend, got baptized in the name of Jesus. And he ended up, his career led him to a different path in a different city, so he had to move. But one of the questions before he left, he told me, he says, man, I feel like, you know, I guess he thought that he was falling into temptation. And I guess that's what I'm, I am I want to ask. When, when you say you're being tempted, how do you feel like, do you feel like, man, because I'm being tempted, I, I am sinning?
1: Because I'm, yes, honestly, I feel like that's one of the biggest lies the devil can tell you, or you can tell yourself, just put into your brain, is that as soon as you start getting tempted, that, oh, I'm a bad person, I'm a bad person. And to be honest, it's, it's normal to get tempted. It is normal, but the best thing to do is to resist it, and that's through scripture, that's through the word, and that's through constant prayer and constant communication with God. But, yeah, in a way, at this moment in time, I feel like I feel guilty when I get tempted because of my past and who I used to be, and I start getting tempted with those things. And, I don't know, it just brings shame on me, and guilt on me, which we shouldn't have.
0: Yeah, that was the deal, like, okay, since, you know, I'm speaking to I guess the audience, the background that I had coming up, I uh I was dead set when I was in high school that I was gonna be a rapper. So I didn't care about school because you know, rappers are were millionaires or <laughs> they're millionaires, sorry, not weird, and you don't need no high school education and they glorify <laughs> dropping out and you know, and all this stuff and you know so I had that that mindset. And being a rapper, one of the things that we done or we did is actually looked at women as objects. Uh-huh. We didn't, and I'm just being real. I'm not. I'm not trying Go ahead. to sugarcoat it. Go ahead. We did. We looked at women as objects, temporary use. Uh-huh. There was nothing permanent. I, I was with my wife six years before I married her. Trust me, I had the mindset of a rapper, and that was that was just. I'm going to use them for my, for my satisfaction, yeah. and that's about it. But as far as commitment, I'm not going to do it. So whenever I came, one of the big things that I dealt with and in this individual was dealing with was lust. Okay. Now, there's a difference between being tempted to lust and actually falling into lust. Yeah. And that was the whole topic that I was talking to him about. Mm-hmm. As a man, a woman walks by, your first instinct—I mean, I remember in school— it doesn't matter how many times we've seen this woman. We were going to look at her again. We probably look at her a hundred times within this class period, probably 20 minute class period, <laughs> and 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 stared at her 20 times like if she was supposed to change. Uh-huh. Probably a hundred times. A hundred <laughs> times 20. And so this individual was dealing with that, and I said, hold on. Now, temp- being tempted and falling into temptation are two big Two different things. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. And I guess what I really want to bring out to young people is, yes, you shall be tempted. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to flee from it. I don't even think if you're an adult, I don't even think if you're a pastor, you're going to be able to pass up temptation. Remember, Jesus Christ himself was tempted. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about God as a man was tempted. What makes me think as just being an ordinary, I guess, person, human being, that I'm not going to be, especially if I used to desire these temptations. Mm -hmm. What makes you think they're not going to come up? As we know, James tells us that, you know, we're being tempted because we're drawn by our own lust. Mm -hmm. And we did that because what we used to, our liking was. The things that we used to do, the the way we used to dress or talk, whatever the case was. So now I know why I'm being tempted. Mm -hmm. So I told him, I said, look, you're not sinning. Mm -hmm. You're being tempted. You know, as I brought up Jesus Christ being tempted, Jesus Christ never fell into temptation, though he was tempted. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. But you're right. The devil's not gonna tell you, "Hey, man, you're you, you haven't fell into sin yet." No, he's gonna make you feel that you're guilty and feel like you're shamed. Why do I feel like? Because think about it. If something is is, there's a man and he he's strong, right? Yeah. And I want to overcome this man. Guess what? I'm gonna look for. Yeah, but more than his strength, because it's pretty obvious this man has strength. What am I going to look for? His weakness. His weakness. Why? Because I want to take him down. Mm-hmm. So when we are being tempted, it's not that the devil necessarily knows, hey, Tanner, this is where you're weak at. He's just trying to assume this is where you're weak at. Yeah. But he's not going to tell us, hey, I haven't made you fall into sin. He's going to guilt trip you. And make you seem like you are sinning mm-hmm. just so you can be weak. Yeah. And when you're weakened, then you can be defeated. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure you deal with it, right? Going to going to school and things of that nature. Yes. Uh, I think what in your household, you're you're the only one that actually goes to church and attends church in your household. Yes. And so not only do you have to deal with some things at school, now you have to deal with some things in your home. And you're a young man, so you still stay with your your um Mom. your mother. Yes. So it's not like you can sit there and say, "Hey, you know, I don't want to partake of this." I mean, she <laughs> the the same growing up. My house, my rules. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know how it was. If you don't like it, well, hey, go get your own house type of deal. So now it feels like there's certain things that okay, I'm around 24 seven. So how do how do you overcome that?
1: Um, I'm gonna be honest. It is difficult, and I fall a lot. Um, well, I used to fall a lot. I'm getting better now. God's been really working. On right. with temptation, so I've been falling a lot less. However, I still fall. Let me give y'all a backstory before we move on. So back when I was in the world, I used to be gay, and I used to partake in witchcraft, and I was like, you know, in that realm. And so when I used to, sorry, used to be gay, used to think I was gay think because that is not who God calls us to be nor he calls anyone to be so let's just put that on the table right there but anyways so I used to think I was gay and now fast forward a whole year later into church got baptized in Jesus name received the Holy Ghost and has been ministered to by wonderful people in the church like you like you like pastor like all the ministers and even the elders. I still do struggle with temptation and I still fall to it at times. And there's times when the devil and myself and myself, I'm not going to say that it's just 100% the devil. It's not 100% the devil because it's probably more like 75% me. And yeah, come
0: on, this man's preaching. <laughs> He's being real. That, but but, but that's, that, that's right though. I don't, you know, don't want to, well, I just no, like, interrupted okay. you, but <laughs> I want to stop there because it's right. Look, the, the Bible says is greater is he that is in me. And you're right. You need, to, you need to recognize that because there's some things that we put on ourselves that make it seem like we cannot be victorious. When we look in the mirror and say, bro, you have been filled with the greater spirit. Quit fighting it and allow God to fight it. You yes, know what same. I mean? Yeah. So go ahead.
1: So I remember there was a conversation we were having. I think it was like this past week. And we were talking about like what the root of lust is and where it comes from and how it comes from, from our past. and. I don't know. That just really hit me hard this week because I was like, I was super struggling hard because this week has been, you know, it's been tough between school and home life and just everything has been like one huge like stress bundle. Learning. Learning. <laughs> yeah. It's the spirit of growing. It's the season of growing. Yeah. Season
0: of growing. Come on. It ain't
1: no, it's a struggle, but it's worth it. But yes, anyways, sir. Um, what was your question again? <laughs> what was your question again? I forgot. About... How to overcome temptation with the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so how... I I, sorry, I,
0: I got a little sidetracked because of your, uh, you know, what you're talking about, you know, yeah, and, and okay. bringing out. So I said, man, he got to preach, man, threw me <laughs> off. I was about to start preaching this man on
1: <laughs> So how I overcome temptation. Honestly, it just takes a lot of, like, crucifying the flesh. It's not even, like... And it's reading my Bible, it's praying, but it's also, like, having to be, like, I'm putting my phone over there tonight. I'm not sleeping with it next to my bed because I know what will happen. Okay. I'm deleting Instagram. I'm deleting uh, TikTok. I'm deleting everything. And I need to be pure and holy for God. And the best way to overcome it is to recite scriptures because when Jesus was tempted, he recited scriptures. He said, for it is written, uh, you know, test God.
0: <laughs> All right, like come that. on, come on. So
1: for anyone going through temptation which everyone does. So, everyone you're going through temptation. I think. Um, my favorite verses to recite to myself whenever I'm about to fall is Philippians 4 and 8. Let me flip to it on my Bible
0: app. Okay, come on.
1: Philippians 4 and 8. Now I'm using the NLT version because it's just easier to read, it's easier to <laughs> understand. It says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing: fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable, and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And then it goes further on. That is one of the things I recite to myself. You know, sometimes I'll wake up, I'll wake up at like three in the morning, and I just feel like a huge temptation come over me, and I'll just have to like, I have to start reciting the rest. <laughs> just keep on talking about scripture. And getting my mind on the things of heaven. There's a verse that says, "It's like think on things of heaven, not on the earth." It's something like that. You know, i You know, what I'm talking about, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that is good that you know you're able to find some scriptures and you understand that. I had taught the youth group. Um, could have been a couple of months now about knowing your weakness. Mm-hmm. The Bible says to flee from temptation. And I tell people this all the time because they want to, I guess, try to label me as judging them. I had at my old job, I didn't partake in certain things because that is who I used to be. And so they had the mindset of, well, he thinks he's better than us. And so I used to tell people, there's a reason why they, there's no rehabilitation programs. Say, they don't have AA or host AA at the bar. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> why not? Because these people are struggling with alcohol. We cannot put them in an environment where it's around and say, oh, you know what? We're going to see if y'all are stronger than that. We're going to give y'all $100 and see if y'all don't buy one beer. <laughs> you know, it don't work like that. They try to create an atmosphere. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so the Bible tells us we have to flee from temptation. And most of the time, we don't. Yes, We go right into it. So hearing a young man, now it's easy for people to say, oh, well, you know, you're older. I'm, I'm only th- going to be 30 years old. I'm not that old. I uh, only been in in church strong for for the Lord for five years so I'm learning mm-hmm. just as much as you are yeah. but one thing I thank God that he gave me is realizing you cannot and I repeat you cannot go back to an environment that you used to come from, that you came from yes. and think that you're able to stand without growing first, without overcoming first, without learning how to overcome. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you're not able to do it, but not whenever you don't know. Yeah. You know, we have to build on a solid foundation. And you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, is my solid is my foundation solid? Yeah. And my am I able to stand if I dealt with pornography and I know if I go to my friend's house he has pornography on the wall. Am I able to go to his house and not fall into that? Mm-hmm. You have to be real with yourself, and so I love the fact that you said, "You know what? I know what's gonna happen if I sleep with my phone." That's knowing yourself. That's understanding your weakness. Yeah, and I know we don't live in we. I know for sure we live in a society where we're not gonna act like we're weak, right? How many people do you just walk around with, "Yeah, I'm weak." Everybody wants to be strong. Everybody wants to be the alpha male. Yeah, You know, I'm the big bad wolf. You know, ain't nobody can trample on me. Ain't nobody can beat me. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to realize that they're vulnerable, but you have to realize with God, this is what I love about God, is that I can come to him and be real. Yeah. These people brought an adulterous woman to the Lord. Right? Yeah. Thinking, oh, you know what? He's going to tell us to stone this woman. And I love that because it was her enemy. And it is your enemy. And my enemy is that is presenting a problem that we have. The only thing that we need to do. And I'm gonna say this, but I'm not saying be like these people. But we need to be like these people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's because you know what they did. Right. They fell in their own trap. They brought that problem, that woman's problem, to the Lord. <laughs> they seriously did. <laughs> I would, I don't I don't now. Jesus is Jesus. We know he probably knew who she was. Yeah. But me and you wouldn't know that she was a adulterous woman. Me and you wouldn't have known that she was a sinner until they brought it her to the Lord, right or wrong. Right. So. That's what we need to do. We need to bring our problems and what we're struggling with directly to the Lord. Yes. And so when they brought this woman's problem, and it makes me laugh because <laughs> this is what you need to do with your temptation. The devil is opening a door for you to bring a problem to God. Oh, wow. You know Man. what I mean? He's giving you, hey, Lord, I'm struggling with this. We just have to quit that. We have to realize, man, that's a guilt trip that he's doing it. He's trying to make me weak so that he can be strong. But again, as the scripture says, greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. But he's not going to tell you that. So he's going to try to tempt you to be weak and make you feel like you fell into temptation. Now you feel guilty. Now you feel shame. Now I can't come to the Lord. But yet, what did Jesus do? He forgave her. He who lives without sin shall cast the first stone. Not only did he help her, he said, I may help that dirty devil a little bit too. (laughs) First off, I'm going to let him know, I fight for you. And second, who are you? I'm trying to take advice from a guy who couldn't get it right in heaven. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You yeah. couldn't get it right in heaven, bro. Man, And you want to try to te- teach me and tell me how I'm supposed to get it right. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you dropped the ball when no one no ball to drop. How do you create a ball to drop? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I love that. Then, then he just tells the woman, you know, he goes back to writing. He's not even worried about the accusers. Mm-hmm. You know what he's worried about? That woman. That woman's problem. And you know what he's worried about with us? Our problems. Why? Because I understand that those things are going to hinder you from me. And he says, where are your accusers at? And that's what we need to do. Present our problems to the Lord. And then he can ask that dirty devil the same thing. Or us, sorry, the same thing. Where's your accusers at? Where is the one that said that you're this? And where's the one that said you're that? And we, when we bring our problems to the Lord, can have the same response. They're gone. They're gone. And then what is he telling one of the most beautiful things? How to keep them away. He says, Go and sin no more. He said, Neither do I condemn thee. Because that's what he tries to do, right? Yeah. He tempts you and then he tries to what? He tries to condemn you. He seriously is—it's is like me now. I have three children, and if you know anything about children, children love candy. That's like me giving my daughter candy and then me making her feel shameful, like it was her problem. I'm the parent. You know, the problem was with me giving it to her, but then I'm ashamed. And that's what he does to us. He tries to come, but Jesus says, "Neither do I condemn thee." Because that's what he's going to do. He's going to tempt you, and then he's going to make you feel like God is condemning you. And that's where you, as a man and a woman, a child of God, like I said, present the problem. You have to use his tricks, his snares for God's glory. You get what I'm saying? You have to take that. That's what he's trying to do. He's just trying to put a trap, a snare in your way so you can trip up. Now, you know what, Lord? This is where I'm weak. Mm -hmm. This is where I'm weak. Help me in this area. Yeah. Because God's not going to condemn you, but he's going to tell you just like, go and sin no more. That's why I tell you, avoid the temptation. That's where it comes in handy. Avoid the temptation. Why? Because he told this woman, go and sin no more. Go and don't commit adultery no more. Don't go around that house that you used to have. Don't go out texting that person that you used to text with. Don't go out there looking at their Instagram. Don't be getting on Instagram. If this is where your weakness is, go and don't do it no more. Mm-hmm. People want to try to say that's legalistic. That's not legalistic. That's real. That's look. Le- I'm looking out for you. That's a relationship. You know, I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to have a saw going and tell my son to put his hand right there and run it through that saw. I know what's going to happen. I'm not being judgmental when I tell my son, don't put your hand there. I'm not being legalistic when I tell my son, don't put your hand there. What I'm doing as a father, as a dad, is looking out for my, my child. And that's the same thing Jesus Christ is doing to this woman. Look, I know you're weak in this area. Avoid this area. But I don't condemn you. And that, that, you know, if you want to get deep into it, we understand later down the road that this woman became a great disciple of Jesus Christ just by taking heed of that. So, temptation and overcoming temptation, you know, let's be real, we do fall into it. We can act like we don't. Or we can be real and say, you know what? I do. Mm -hmm. As a teenager, as an individual that is striving to gain his reward, Mm -hmm. how do you overcome? Mm -hmm. Let me think about this for a second. Take a sip of your coffee right now. Yeah, sometimes, you know, that coffee goes down. It helps you think a little better, you know.
1: How I overcome my t- temptation.
0: Now, I understand you told us about, about verses, but we do. Mm-hmm. We do fall into it. Mm-hmm. So, when you have, mm-hmm. how did you overcome? How did you come out victorious?
1: How I overcome the guilt of when I fall into sin. Yes, sir. Well, honestly, I call up my pastor. I call up my youth pastor. Or if it's like too much for me, I call my pastor. I'm a youth pastor. But when I can deal with it on my own, you know, uh, I just look in the mirror and I'm like, you know what, Tanner, you fell. Yes, you did. And you can't lie to yourself because you're looking in the mirror and there's no one around, so you cannot lie to yourself there. You can try to put up that mask as much as you want to, but <laughs> at the end of the day, you got to be with yourself because if you ain't going to be with yourself, who is? Because hey. nobody ain't going to see the real you. The right. real you 100% except you. So I look in the mirror and I'm like, Tanner, you fell. You did. But God still loves you. And there's still grace, and there's still mercy, and you are still worthy. Oh, sorry. Let me not say I'm worthy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm still learning, and that I'm still growing, and that God still loves me. That it's not... Just because I fell once does not mean I'm going to go to hell. Just because I fell once does not mean my anointing won't come one day.
0: All right. Just
1: because I fell once doesn't mean that my mama ain't going to come to church. Just because, All right, come on. Just because I fell does not mean that I'm... <laughs> Condemned from the church, that people are going to be like, I know what you did. They could be talking about my back.
0: My goodness.
1: But that's what the devil tries to make you think. He my tries goodness. Tries to make you, oh, brother, soul is going to be like, yeah, I heard what you did. I heard what you did last night. No, <laughs> no, sir. So just look in the mirror and be real with yourself. You fell. Get back up. Start reading the word. Start praying and start getting on that grind. It ain't worth being in your little Pity party, hey! I think the pastor calls it. It ain't worth throwing a little pity party over because over you fell once.
0: Come on. The
1: Bible says a righteous man falls seven times a day, but he gets back up. So we got to get back up. It's just that simple. We can't stay down and get kicked like a like a horse. Is that the analogy? Like a horse, <laughs> I don't a beaten know. horse or something <laughs> like that? We can't be a beat horse. There you go.
0: We fall down, but we <laughs> get up. Come on. A. we're called to be victorious. Yes, sir. And you're right. You know, uh, I'm, I'm just being real. Uh, I have some titles. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I am a youth pastor. I got my ministers. I'm a licensed minister. i went to the Bible college. Glory be to God. The other day I fell. Mm-hmm. It was me and my wife, and I said something that I shouldn't have said. I said something that I was better. Mm-hmm. And at the heat of the moment, I said something that I shouldn't have said. Mm-hmm. And my wife is trying to talk to me afterwards. and I said, sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have said that. and I'm sitting here praying to the Lord and I, I, I'm trying to over overcome. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest things as a minister of the gospel is living what you preach. Mm-hmm. You think preparing that message is hard? Wait till you got to live that message after you preach it. Oh, man. Now, I'm firm with my youth group. Mm-hmm. I really am. I don't let them just go and, and and try to do whatever they want to do and think that it's okay. I'm not legalistic, but what I am is a youth pastor that understands that they are greater than what they are living in or falling in or allowing to overcome them whenever they're called to be victorious. And I would do anything that I can to make sure that they overcome that because they are greater than that Mm -hmm. but I fell I sure did and it was just eat me alive and I said Lord forgive me for allowing something to defeat me that your spirit is greater than but you know what I did I brought it to the Lord. I said, Lord, if that's something, because remember, your heart is deceitful above all things and who can know it? Mm-hmm. I said, if that is something that's been lodged in my heart, God, get it out. If that is a weight that I've been holding on to, that's been stopping me from overcoming, get it out of my heart. Mm-hmm. Thank you for showing me. At the moment, I've, I mean, and so the next day, is still playing out. And I went to prayer. And the next day, me and, me and a pastor and, uh, Brother Elliot, he's a, one of my youth too, and his dad. We go to prayer, and in the morning, at five thirty. And I went to prayer, and his mercies are renewed every morning. I got up and I said, "You know what, Lord? I embrace your mercy." And I shared something that I want to. I want to. Pull it out in case you're not following me on Facebook. I'm not trying to tell you to follow me on Facebook. You don't have to. But I just want to share something with you that I I, I put on there. And it wasn't, you know, necessarily for other people. It was for me. And it was for others. You get what I'm saying? So I was preaching at me. And I put yesterday's defeats shouldn't hinder today's victory because that's what it was doing for me. Mm-hmm. It was trying to hinder the crown that God has prepared for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was trying to do. You fail, mm-hmm. you were tempted and you fell into it. You're done. Mm-hmm. I simply learn from my mistakes. As I put, simply learn from your mistakes, get up and keep fighting. And that's what I did. I have to understand as an individual that I am called to be greater and to do greater than what I'm living in right now or what is tempting me right now. Yes, sir. Temptation is real. It is. And every Christian is gonna battle temptation. I don't care who you are or what position you hold. If you've been in it 50 years, or you've been in it 50 minutes, you are going to face temptation. Why? Because there is somebody that is after your soul that does not want you to be greater because of the influence that you will have on the people around you. They say misery loves company. Well, so does joy. I'm joyful. I want you to be joyful. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And he does not want us to be joyful because he doesn't want them because the more that you are bogged down by depression, the more I can control you and I can handle you. But the moment that you are set at liberty, now I don't have the power to control you. You are no longer my puppet. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I, I experienced it myself. And so I'm not exempting myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you know what? I'm not I'm speaking to you because you're young and I got it together. I'm being real. I, I I did. And this is how I overcame it. And I guess, you know, me speaking to a young man, um, you know, getting your side of it. Is there any is there certain kind of scriptures that you kind of uh, that, you know, I guess you could say encourage yourself because, you know, even David had to encourage himself in the Lord. You know, life wasn't going good for him at that point in time, and even he had to encourage himself. So, and we're talking about a man after God's own heart, you know. <laughs> Think about that. Mm-hmm. So is there a certain verse that you want to share with somebody out there?
1: Yes, sir. Okay, so I have two verses that just get me through it whenever I'm getting tempted. They just power me through it and keep me encouraged. So 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Let me go to it that way I don't. In the NLT version, it says, if you think you are standing strong, be careful not to fall. The temptations in your life are no different from what others have experienced and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than what you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out that you can endure. So no matter what temptation comes, we can always escape it. And the devil tries to lie to us and tell us that we can't escape our temptations, that we are still our temptations. However, this scripture is clear cut It cuts right through that deceit, and it says that we are able to be. What's the word I'm looking
0: for? We're able to find a resource. Yes, that's the deal. He wants you to seem like you're so far from God, Mm -hmm. and that God don't know. And I love that scripture. Why? Because Jesus had to suffer the same temptation that me and you are suffering today. Yes, and so not only does Jesus know that we're suffering it, but he partook it and he overcame it. So now we have a resource to help us overcome. That's what I love that scripture so much. I love it so much because it lets me know that I can go to a God that understands my struggle and he can help me overcome that struggle because he overcame that struggle. Yeah, I'm getting emotional right now. I'll be real with you because we believe the lie so much that, that, that he don't know. Mm-hmm. And that I got to have it all together. Yes, But you got to be in pieces before you can be made whole. Yeah. I, I have not found the person who, who told me, man, I found Jesus Christ when I was whole and he made me wholeer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I have to be broken. But why can I go to a God, broken, and how can he make me whole? Because he suffered the same thing that I suffered. Yes. And he overcame it. That's what you go to, right? Yes. You go to somebody, as you were saying, Mm -hmm. you go to your youth pastor, you go to your pastor, you go to, the Bible says, Blessed is the man that uh, that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the uh, seat of the scornful. Or uh, no, sorry, no sinneth in the way of the sinner, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Look, see, that's what he's doing. He's taking heed to wise counsel. He's looking for the right direction. Get you a support group, young man. You're not, you're not the only one dealing with what you're dealing with, sister. You ain't the only one fighting what you're fighting. There's a whole group of us. There's a whole body of us. But we have been deceived to believe that there's not. Yes, sir. I'm telling you, you shall overcome mm-hmm. and you can overcome. Yes, sir. You just have to understand that we are all learning. Mm-hmm. Like you said, that's right. How would I know? How would I know if I would have never failed? Again, the heart is deceitful. I don't know my heart. One day I like it hot. Next day I like it cold. Next day it's too cold, then I want it hot again. Then it's too hot, I want it cold again. But that's me being real with myself. But unless I fall, then I know now, okay, Lord, this is what's setting me back from becoming the man of God that you have called me to be. It's not being weak. It's not struggling. It's called learning. It's called growing. So before we end this podcast, Tanner, do you got anything else that you want to share? Was somebody out there and felt something led by the Lord to really just share something or say something?
1: Yes. Okay, so while you were talking, I was listening and something just came up to me and I was thinking that, to be honest, this is me being completely vulnerable, when I'm in the church, I get intimidated sometimes cuz I'm like, oh, he's perfect. He's perfect. He's perfect. If I if he knew that I fell into sin, he would hate me, you know? I feel like sometimes I don't know how to explain that.
0: We're supposed to. Yeah. We're supposed to people think about it. We're supposed to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Why? Because if you knew that everybody else is same as you, you wouldn't be grabbing hold of somebody that can help you from an enemy's perspective. That's what I'm saying. From the devil's perspective, from your enemy's perspective, if I let you know that there's other people that overcame this, you're going to defeat me. So my best bet is to make sure that you don't know this yeah that's what I mean by that yes. We're not supposed to but glory be to God that he reveals these things to us as we grow. It's called growing yes sir
1: Anyways so what I was going to say sorry no you <laughs> good no good. no no you're good. I liked your input just saying uh, we have to be vulnerable in the church we can't put on these masks and masquerades and just be like, oh I'm this perfect person, you know, I don't sin, I don't fall. It's time that we be true with ourselves because we are, we should ch- be true with ourselves because we are one, one mind, one body, and one accord, which means we must move together. Okay. And if we are masked up, if we sit in here and we're like, we just, we're faking, we're faking it just for church, just for our pastor, just for the youth group, I don't know, something like that, then how are we going to get true increase? How are we going to have true revival? All right. But when we truly start talking about like hey, I struggle with this. You know what? I do struggle with pornography. You know what? I do struggle with, I don't know, anger or wrath or what's envy, something like that. Jealousy. Jealousy. Lust. Yeah.
0: Disgust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when, I, when we start coming true with that, then we can truly start intertwining as one body. Yeah. And we can start truly just growing together. And I wanted to say one more scripture just to encourage as we need encouragement we always need encouragement um, second Corinthians 3 and 17 it states where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty and so from your temptations from your sins there is always liberty don't let that devil lie to you don't let you lie to yourself that there is not liberty there is complete liberty but it's a choice
0: it's a choice to be free Man. that's all that's all I got to say my goodness, well, I hope we encourage y'all today. My coffee is gone it's done ran out, so I gotta go refill i hope I really do hope that y'all will encourage God bless y'all, y'all overcomers. <laughs>